We're We're back! back. And welcome back, everybody, to Season 3 of SOS in Oz. I'm Cheeto. I'm Christine. And as per tradition, a new tradition, today we'll be recapping the biggest hot topics that happened over the last few months. In this special episode, we're calling Since Since We've Been Gone! That was good. And (laughs) (laughs) so we're going to be discussing uh, President-elect Trump, the Olympics, Kardashian update, uh, Lupita's latest movie, and the mannequin challenge, whatever that is. And, of course, we have an amazing Minority Spotlight segment. Mm-hmm. So keep listening. what's up so actually what has been up with us and well me and christine while we've been away huh well i've been around sort of um but i also spent a month recently in zimbabwe went back to the motherland so that's what i've been doing i've been doing some writing as well and working on some other projects what about you yeah, I was studying, and then I did the comedy show in Fringe Festival, so you guys missed it, so that's not helpful. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, so a lot has been going on in the world. Too much. Yeah. Mm. Uh, starting off, let's start on a sad note. Yes. Bad <laughs> news first. Uh, President-elect Trump. So, yeah. That happened. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's interesting, uh, today... There was actually a pro-Trump rally in Melbourne. I know, I heard about that. That, that yeah. was very It's very weird. interesting, yeah, because I mm. passed by there. Not because I'm okay? pro-Trump. <laughs> Were you okay? That's my next question. Yeah, no, it was fine. Uh, but I was really confused because I didn't know there was a pro-Trump mm. rally. Uh, but the person was talking about, you know, things that are very pro-Trump. Mm. But the people around him had signs that said, say no to racism, Muslims are welcome. So I guess a lot of anti-Trump people came. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so what do you think about President-elect Trump? Do you think he's going to do a good job in the White House? No. For one, okay, so let's go back to when it actually happened. Like, I was watching the results the whole day come in. And I was like, okay, yeah, Trump's in the lead. Like, he's got... 13 whatever electorates at the moment and i was like surely hillary will take over surely this will be a landslide and as the day progressed it just went downhill yeah and everyone it, it was like watching a horrible slow motion action movie where the villain wins and you well the the worst villain wins and <laughs> you just don't know what's happening yeah the polls were all wrong yeah um but you know i the transition team has been sounding very messy at the moment. Like, talking about him running the White House, there's been chaos in the team as to who does what. Does he even know anything about the Pentagon? Apparently, they hadn't cont- contacted the Pentagon yet. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not too worried about America. You know, initially when the result came out, I was a little bit, you know, I was very disappointed. I'll put it that way. But I think they'll be fine. It's four years, you know, and then they get to try again. It's not like they're going to have the same president for 30 years. So, I mean, <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> Where does that happen? Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so I think it'll be all right. And already you can tell that he's softened his tone a little bit. You well, know? he softened his tone, but I don't know about his team. Or his As supporters. VP, yeah, well, yeah, think... Mike Pence is problematic. Um, that is true. But I think it'll be okay. I think they're going to have enough checks and balances in place, even though they will control all three arms of government the republicans uh but i don't think all is lost like he you know even for things like obamacare which he said repeatedly that he was going to repeal um he actually said that he likes some things in obamacare and he's gonna keep some of the elements in there Mm. so yeah you know i don't think it'll be that bad my main concern with him in the white house is the climate change stuff though like Mm -hmm. because he totally is against Does not get it. funding um, for alternative energy sources. And yeah, so... Hmm. Yeah, but also you have to remember, it's not just Donald Trump who's the problem. It's the attitude that America seems to be adopting at the moment. So now you've got clashes between people being unhappy with each other. And then you've got like, um, what was it when the election happened? Apparently an LGBT youth died. Someone got beaten up and died, a person of color. Yeah. And it's just like the general attitude that's... There's a lot of harassment. Like, I, I don't think the attitude is new. I think it's always been there. It's just been more underground. But, but now, now it's been normalized. So you yeah, can do now it is becoming normalized. And that that is an issue. But, you know... I was watching some interviews and people Mm -hmm. were like, you know, these things are happening and it's terrible, but at least it's out in the open now. People know that there is a problem. Mm -hmm. I thought we always knew there was a problem. Yeah, but, you know, some people will be like, oh, it's just in your imagination. You know, like if you say someone is totally racist to me, but, you know, some people are like, oh, you're just imagining it. You're playing the race card. But now it's like, no, actually, they drew a swastika. Like, (laughs) you know, so I think... Now the healing process can start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. Oh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. On to something a little bit more positive. The Olympics happened. Yay, Rio. Yeah. Did you watch any of the games? Um, no. I was keeping <laughs> okay. up with the Facebook news. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> they were really good, though. Yeah, I um, know. I'm sure. Like, I'm pretty sure I watched something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't very descriptive, but, but. But I know, because you told me and everyone else told me, Simone Biles. Yeah. She did she amazing. Killed she killed everything. Pretty much. Usain Bolt won everything. Yeah, Usain Bolt. Although he's getting older now. You yeah. Know? I, I, I always am a little bit fearful of him, like, when he gets out the blocks because he's a little bit slow. Yeah, out the blocks, but you know, once he catches a stride, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't catch him. Nope, nope. And, and then... he smiles towards the finish line. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but and we'll see if we, he'll be able to do it again. I don't think so. In Japan, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And then people were also up in arms. It's another track and field event uh, mm-hmm. for the girl who won the was it four hundred meters can't remember but she threw herself across the finishing line and she Mm -hmm. won the gold medal so a lot of people were disgusted by the way she won which i don't know what do you think there's anything wrong with her throwing herself no i think she just really gave it her all Mm -hmm. like whoa and like it's all about like isn't it i don't know you sports people help me out like when you finish a track race it's about getting your head over the line isn't that what it's about so yeah whoever does that first so she gave herself a bit of a boost. So. 
Yeah. Maybe well, it'll become a trend next uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, some people are like, oh, that's not how champions win races. And, like, but if it's allowed, then you do whatever it takes to win as a as long as you're athlete. not doping. Yeah, as long as you, so long as it's legal. But, anyway, people are still upset about that. And she still won. She still has a gold medal, so whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then Ryan Lochte was a disgrace. Yeah, I heard about that partying in Rio. Apparently, they're not even supposed to go partying if you live at the Olympic Village. Is that true? It was after the swimming. Oh, it was after the swimming. Yeah, oh, so that that's fine. But, okay, so quick recap. They went out partying. Mm-hmm. They started damaging some um, property at a service station, at which point the security guard came out and told them to quit doing that. But they wouldn't listen, so he pulled out a weapon. Anyway, long story short, Ryan Lochte filed a false police report saying that he was robbed at gunpoint. But, of course, there was CCTV that Mm -hmm. captured the whole incident. So he was caught in a lie, basically. And that's just a... I think that's really terrible because, you know, gun violence is something that has historically been an issue in Brazil. And actually did happen to some athletes. Mm. Yeah, so for him to just... Make that up. Make that up is just in very poor taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was wondering what happened to Zika because that was a big deal before people went to the Olympics. Has anything spiraled out of that? Did it spread? I don't know. Um, you know, what I've heard is yeah. that the locals are actually quite offended when people ask them about yeah. Zika because mm-hmm. it's not as big of a deal as the media was making it. This is what I heard a basketball player, a U.S. basketball player, mm-hmm. was on Conan uh, talking about his experience in Brazil because he said, yeah, I was really concerned about the Zika virus. But when we got there and we were asking the locals about it, they were really offended and they're like, what do you think this is, you know? So, well, I, I don't know. A- they should ask them, well, sorry, WHO <laughs> told us this. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I suppose it's like, you know, sometimes I read the... Uh, smart traveler website yeah. or whatever for going to Africa <laughs> <sighs> or like you know places like Zimbabwe and I'm like please this is so exaggerated like there's no real like you know you don't have to get all these shots or whatever well anyway follow okay. the smart traveler website <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I have, you're a foreigner I have my own two cents but we'll save it for another time yeah um okay and then what else happened I was upset about but, the Paralympics, the lack yeah. of coverage. Especially um, since one of their races was faster than the non-Paralympics. Mm. And that didn't really get coverage. Yeah. Yeah, but even regardless, I was just like, okay, when did they start? When did they end? And there was nothing. And I think it's a shame because it's still like, you know, it's really good competition still. Mm-hmm. I did manage to catch a couple of the track and field events and those were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, you complained about Channel 7. Oh, yeah, Channel 7's lack of... Okay, well, this was just, like, my perception of how they were covering the Olympics, Mm. but it seemed like they had more highlight packages for the men's events, especially for track and field. Yeah, and it's like, come on. It's still, again, like, women... Yeah, women compete. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's exciting as well, so... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so moving on to the world of celebrity. Yay! Of course, we had to talk about Craig the Kardashians. You sound excited. My favorite. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not excited. <laughs> I I like 
the Kardashians. Really? In general. I mean, ah. I have some qualms with some of the mm-hmm. the things they do, but yeah, no, I've, you know, I well, don't have any real issues with Kim them. got robbed. Oh, yeah, she did. Poor Kim. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, but that's what happens when you post a lot of stuff on Instagram. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, what do I post on Facebook? I'm not putting my location anymore. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't put my location. I don't Until you've come back from that location. From a place, yeah. yeah. I don't post pictures when I'm away. Mm. Yeah, I don't even tell people when I'm going somewhere or coming back. Like, a lot of people, this time when I was in Zimbabwe, they're like, oh, you never said. I was like, yes, <laughs> I never said I'm coming back. <laughs> because, yeah, it just, you know, someone will tell someone, someone, and then it's just, nah. Yeah, nah. It's too complicated. Yeah. Well, hopefully everyone was okay and um, they find out who did it. Yeah, I think they found out who did it. Oh, okay. They had camera footage. But and, that doesn't mean they caught them. Uh, I think they did. Okay. And they've since cleaned house mm-hmm. in terms of their security staff. But anyway. Yeah. And then Rob and Black China had a baby. Yes, they did. Welcome, Dream Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Baby girl. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen any pictures of the baby girl yet. Yeah, there have been pictures. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> they did a mannequin which challenge, man? which we'll talk about later. Um, okay. No, they had pictures of the baby. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Black China and Wendy Williams had a bit of a tete-a-tete, head-to-head. Okay. And yeah, I thought it was very interesting because uh, Wendy Williams has been slamming Black China about maybe not having as pure intentions about being with Rob as she'd like people to think. And Black China clapped back, saying that she's in love and Wendy just needs to stay out of her business. Mm. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think if you watch yeah. Rob in China, mm-hmm. to me, it does look like they are a proper, genuine couple. Mm hmm. It's just like, you know, like it, when you know the backstory about, you know, like Kylie dating Tyga and then the mom not supporting Rob and then him dating back China. And some people are saying this is his way of getting back at his mom and trying to get a reality show. Mm, yeah, I, know, I just, don't think so. Like you know, if you think. Why can't it be both? I don't think so. And I'll explain why. Because yeah. Rob, if you watch the show, he's very self-conscious about his body, mm-hmm. about how he looks. Right now, he does not want to be on TV. So, I don't think it was... So, why are they on get, TV? To get the checks, man. They need to get the checks. And I don't think there's anything wrong with getting checks to make sure that your baby has a good life and you can send them to school and all that. So, yeah. they're doing it for the money because he's not that rich, contrary so do you to what people th- do you think. think that she may have opted to do this reality show because she's also not that rich? And yeah, if she hadn't think- met him, she wouldn't have been able to do a reality show. Uh, well, she was already famous before she met him. Yeah, but she wasn't like famous reality show famous. She didn't have a storyline until she met him. Exactly. So, But I don't think that he's the one who reached out to her and asked yeah. her out uh-huh. to date. It takes two to tango and it takes two to make a baby, which they didn't. Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything I don't think, wrong with that. It's I think like, that they're I'm a like, genuine couple and they're just capitalizing on You know, reality fame. TV is not real. You should watch Adam well, if ruins it's, everything. Yeah, it's I know scripted. I know there are parts that are scripted and whatnot, but if mm-hmm. you watch it, then, you know, they should be acting then. 
They like, should. should be, they actually, like, all reality TV shows are, like, acting. No, I mean, like, they should be in the silver screen. No, because it's a different, it's it's a very... different genre of acting. <laughs> Not to get technical, but it's very, like, they're very believable. The fights they have is very couple-like, you know. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like, Robin China, the show itself, is not that interesting. And it's like, okay, I can see how this is, like, how they live their daily lives, you know. I don't know. Okay, well, I think there is truth to it. Like, I think the Kardashians obviously do a lot of, like, like you know, for keeping up with the Kardashians and whatever. They do a lot of editing. They do a lot of staging for the show. But mm-hmm. the Robin China one has a different feel. Yeah, that's <laughs> like every other series. No, that's it's made. not. Keeping up with okay, Kardashians, Chloe and Lamar, yeah. um, whatever, yeah. Courtney and Kim, Take Miami, they well, all I'm not are the same. in watching <laughs> Yeah, so that's why you don't debate the one who knows. <laughs> I, who watches all of those. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Anyways, moving on to Lupita's new movie, um, Queen of Katwe. Actually, she's not the main lead, but it's about a Disney princess who's in Africa. She grows up in the slums, and she's going to... Is she a Disney princess? Well, well she, she she's, 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 she's not a princess, but she's a Disney princess because it's being produced by Disney. So you refer to, like, the the lead lady of a Disney movie as the Disney princess? You don't call them that? I don't think so. I think that's just for the, like, fairy tales. Okay, like, fine. the Cinderella's well, it's and... Ca- okay, it's based on a true story, apparently. Yeah, so I don't think okay, you would say that. I call her a Disney <laughs> princess. Because <laughs> she's queen of Katwe. Anyway, so it's about a girl who grows up in the slums in... Uh, I forgot which African country it was. I think it was Uganda. I think it's Uganda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then she gets a chance to play chess and she does really well and she overcomes barriers and she becomes very successful. And this is a very uplifting story for young girls especially, you know, wanting to do something. And I was just disappointed that it wasn't being shown in cinemas in Australia and apparently it'll only come out in December. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think it's a significant movie produced by Disney that needs to be shown worldwide. Yeah, no one yeah. is saying it shouldn't be. Yeah. It's just this is Australia, you know. People are not quite comfortable yet with what seeing so many people? round <laughs> faces at the same time. <laughs> so that's... What they are uncomfortable. I think but so. when Slum Dog Millionaire came out, that went everywhere. I don't know, I wasn't living here so I don't know what time frame I'm, it that was came out. oscar nominated and stuff like that yes i know that yet, but i don't but know if it came out three months after it originally know. premiered or whatever i'm just dis- all i know is that people are not comfortable with brown like predominantly black movies like you know where the but cast it's... is predominantly black doesn't matter who produced it <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> okay yeah because they didn't even show the tyler perry movies here no, Do because they? Tyler Perry's not that I enjoy Tyler Perry. He's movies, big, but, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't rank him as Disney big. But he's massive, like in the US, like yeah, it's always yeah. They, there's always a in, during the holidays, there's always like a Tyler Perry movie showing. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyways, I'll see it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And lastly, um, the mannequin challenge has been taking the internet by storm. The newest viral trend. Christine, I can't believe you don't know what it is. You've yeah, never I heard of know. that? No. Oh, it's like when people film people frozen in a position. So people play statue or mannequin. And then you just get one person filming people and people just frozen in positions. 
It's okay. it's and really then cool. What? And then and then and then you play the Black Beatles song as the background. You know that song by Ray Sofonofa. <laughs> Ray Strummer. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, and then people just freeze and pose. And Ambulance Victoria did one. Um, they did one in the stadium. They've been doing them at schools, and yeah, it's pretty. I guess dope. it's something you have to see. It's something you have to, to get. see to get it. But I'm sure you guys have seen it. Please. The So Gone Challenge. Now, that was cool. What was So Gone? Oh, yeah. shame. You're young. Oh, um, I'm not <laughs> You are. No. Do you remember Monica's song, So Gone? Um, With yeah. Missy Elliott? Mm. No. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're lying. <laughs> anyway, it was a song back in the day. Yeah. Monica and uh, Missy Elliott. And so it's got a really sickening beat behind it so people putting together their own rap lyrics Mm -hmm. and filming themselves and chocolate dropper did one chocolate dropper aka kevin hart my main man (laughs) but some of them are really good you know and you should definitely check it out on youtube as well that's the only challenge it's pretty old what like that one no oh it's new that was during the summer that was like this summer yeah well this uh well american summer so mannequin challenge was this summer though Ellen DeGeneres. I never saw the, the mannequin. mannequin the So Gone Challenge was huge. Maybe I'm just because sure. I am okay, more in tune with the Facebook streets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's a telling story because my Facebook is very like into the community, the culture. What? <laughs> so is mine. No. No. No, yours is not. <laughs> you haven't even seen my Facebook. No. Yours is definitely not. Mine is definitely very. Doing it. That's when you know it's big. <laughs> big in certain communities. So gone is big in the in the culture, like I said. <laughs> what is the culture? <laughs> Look it up in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> anyway, so those are two challenges to look up if you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. Christine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think that's all for that's what's up. Up yes. next, we have Minority Spotlight. It's time for Minority Spotlight, and today we are shining our spotlight on Sounds of Africa, who I had the pleasure of meeting a couple of their representatives this week. I know, unfortunately, I couldn't go. But but let me take credit for this and let me start by saying I'm the one who introduced Christine to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. To the event. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, fine. So, <laughs> details. <laughs> yeah, okay. So let's uh, listen to what they had to say. Okay, and it's time for Minority Spotlight. And today I'm joined by three wonderful people from the Sounds of Africa team. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Good. Thank you so much for coming through onto the SOS and Oz podcast. And um, you guys are doing some pretty exciting stuff in Melbourne, so we wanted to uh, talk to you guys about it. But before we get into that, I just wanted to get a quick introduction of yourselves. If you could just let us know a little bit about yourselves, where you're from, and what you do. All right. Um, I'm Edmund, and I'm from Cameroon, and I've been here in Australia for seven years. Yeah. Oh, wow. In Melbourne. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, basically. Yeah, just there, doing nothing much. Perez <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Cameroon, and I've been in Melbourne for five years. Came to Australia five years ago, 
and yeah, basically studying and working. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I'm Sutu, I'm from South Africa. I've been here for a long time, since 2004. Wow. Um, Melbourne, I've been here for nine years. But yeah, I came here and lived in Adelaide. Yeah. So I'm into music, I love music, I work full time as well, so yeah. Mm. You guys haven't picked up the Aussie accent yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we want to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very hot. <laughs> okay, cool. So Sounds of Africa, can you guys explain what exactly is Sounds of Africa? Alright, I would just say... Pires and I, we used to go clubbing all the time. <laughs> and we used to like club. And we used to go club and they used to reject us a lot. You know, and we kind of were thinking, oh, you know, maybe we'll, we should start our, something for ourselves, you know. And also when we went clubbing, we wanted to listen to African music yes. because in Cameroon we go to club a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're so frustrated because when people that did what they used to call African stuff, they, they used to play R&B and hip-hop and they never play Afrobeats. Yeah. yeah. So... So yeah, that's, that's the way it all started. That's, that's where it all started. started. Okay. It all started when, from a frustration actually, because we used to go out and we want to listen to African music. Even if we go to what they label to be African nights, they, I mean, we couldn't really listen to African music. So we just decided, okay, let's just do a proper African night because it's the time for Afrobeats to rule the world. So mm. said, okay, let's just do it. Yeah. 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 So, what kinds of uh, things do you guys put on? I yeah, know you guys do, have a festival coming up. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we do mostly, we do a lot of uh, nights. We do like uh, every for now we've got a Swan Night, SOA Night, which is uh, Sounds of Africa basically. Mm-hmm. And we do what is called Seshwar Fridays and it's mostly Kizumba and, oh, nice. and uh, Zook. Zook as well. Yeah. Can you Kizumba? Any of you? I'm taking lessons. I don't take lessons, I just go with the flow. Maybe when I'm... I just watch everyone else dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very hot dance, that Kizumba. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of Kizumba's look is kind of more intimate, mm. or I say so. Very intimate. So we've talked a little bit about what inspired you to start Sounds of Africa. So what is now the vision for Sounds of Africa? Where do you want this to go? Basically, we want to create a trend. Mm-hmm. So we want to create, um, we want to we want to educate people about Afrobeats, which is, and we take Afrobeats as Sounds of Africa globally. So every, every music that comes from Africa, whether it's Nigeria, Zimbabwe, Kenya, Dombolo, everything, we just put them into Sound of Africa. So we want to create that trend in Australia mm-hmm. because everywhere around the world, everyone is embracing Afrobeats, but mm-hmm. Australia it's a bit uh, slow. It's very slow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we want to create that trend here. We started with the night, we're going with the festival. We have a lot of, a lot of things coming up as well, so just stay tuned. Very cool. Yeah, and to add to what Bray said, I think we want to now enter into promoting the African culture as well, you know, yeah. and trying to speak, have a voice for African people, especially here in Melbourne, because this is basically our home, you know, yeah. and we really have to make it a home for all of us African, because when you go through the street, I don't think you 
you don't see it as home really if the way you get treated so so for us you know we want to create that as well and make it really you know comfortable for all africans yeah. for, the, for the future yeah. and also i think this is great because you know like the guys are saying africans are very like misrepresented yes. um especially in the australian media i think this would be great to show the positive side of um africans in australia because you know, we're only known for a certain thing at the moment, um, especially with things happening, you know, with the Apex gang and all yeah. these other uh, sensational stuff or things that have been sensationalized by the media. So mm-hmm. I think it's important. And bringing it back to the music, um, African music has been so confined to the continent for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it now, it's only come out in the past you know, 20, 20 years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Before then, it's like African recording artists could not make it outside of Africa. Mm-hmm. So it's also expanding that. Yeah, it's definitely picking up, like, you know, with the recent collaborations with, like, Drake yeah. and Wizkid yeah. and yeah. Trey Songs And, yeah, so it's very exciting time for Afrobeats. And yeah, you guys are doing a really great job. I went to a couple of the nights. I had to come through for the South African night, <laughs> the Insane oh, yes. House night. Yeah, that oh, was, yeah. That was yeah, a blast. Was a yeah. Um, oh, cool. yeah, so just to round up, can you tell people where they can get more information on what's coming up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so guys, head on to the website, soafestival.com.au. Yeah. Uh, that's where you'll get the tickets for the festival. It's on the 26th of November uh, this month, pretty much, yeah, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be at Ceres Environment Park. Please come down and support. It's going to be an awesome day for family, for everyone. It's not just confined to Africans. It's for everyone. It's bringing everyone together and sharing our culture, sharing our music, sharing our food as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes, food. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, I'll you, definitely be there. You get more information about the night and everything yeah. that we do, uh, mostly on Facebook. Okay. Mostly on Facebook, you go on Sounds of Africa-SOA page, you'll find everything. And also on afrobeats.com, mm-hmm. we have all the information on there as well. Okay, cool. Well, thank you once again, guys. And that wraps it up for this installment of Minority Spotlight. So make sure you tune in to our next episode, which will be the week after next. today's show please hit the subscribe button in itunes and leave us a five star rating as always you can find us on social media twitter facebook soundcloud and youtube just search for sos in arts thanks for listening and until next time bye, bye.